1: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap here for the Fightful.com podcast, November 21st edition. We're talking Monday Night Raw. We're talking Goldberg. Lots of title implications all over this show. I am joined by Fightful.com associate editor Alex Pawlowski. Sup, Alex.
2: Sup, Sean.
1: You know, I've had a day, to (laughs) a solid day, to ponder the Goldberg situation. I want to know how you feel... 24 hours later. Yeah. uh,
2: uh, I I will say that last night I was at DEFCON 1. The bombs were falling. I was in a haze. uh, I had no (laughs) idea what I was saying. Uh, As we say, in the shit. Yeah, we were in the shit. Uh, I think I may have said that uh, this ended wrestling, which, which, (laughs) which in hindsight may have been an overstatement. May have been. I reserve the right to, to, uh, to change the mind that I have just changed and go back to this ended wrestling if once we find out what happens at the Royal Rumble and beyond. But, uh, but yeah, I, I still don't love the decision. But, uh, but, you know, now it's up to them with it. So far, Goldberg in the Royal Rumble is the next step. So we'll see where they go from there, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not as against it as I was last night. But, I mean, I had people drawing, like, comparisons to boxing and MMA, and this ain't the same. This is not the same. It's pro wrestling. It's fans have never – well, here's the thing. If this kicks off an era of unpredictability, sure, sure. Uh, I'd be more than okay with that. I don't see that, however, especially when you have two commercial breaks in the main event of a title match on Raw, one of which happened at 10.55 Eastern time. So that argument, eh. And at the same time, I'm like, who are going to be the guys in 10 to 15 years that come back and beat all the the stars of those days? Of course, John Cena will be one. Maybe Brock Lesnar will be one. Maybe maybe come back. <laughs> but but he will not capture the imagination of no. the people that a Goldberg, that a rock, that yeah. the Undertaker, that Shawn Michaels or Triple H can because Well
2: the the problem is is you have all of those old guys coming back and beating up on the current guys. So those current guys can't get over. So who are they going to come back and beat up on? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a vicious cycle.
1: It is it is a vicious cycle, and at some point you gotta have the new guys do that. I mean, we see this all the time. And hey, I'm all for nostalgia moments. I think that that's great. Um, like a WrestleMania when the League of Nations got their asses kicked by Shawn Michaels, Steve Austin, and and uh, Mick Foley. It's like okay, well at least they did that after they fought. They had a hard fought match. I, I guess we'll see where it goes. Either way, Goldberg showed up on this edition of Raw. Had, got a great reaction from Toronto. That was something that people were questioning for weeks, even, even a couple, even like literally since he showed up. What would the crowd reaction be like in Toronto? It's been pretty damn good. The, the crowd likes him in Toronto, which is not how traditionally how things went. <laughs> he said that he uh, wants a title run But the path to that is in the Royal Rumble. So he is your first entrant in the Royal Rumble. What do you think about that, Alex?
2: Uh, We'll see. Uh, The only time he was in there before, he came in with much fanfare and got eliminated by Kurt Angle in about two minutes.
1: He killed Nunzio,
2: though. He he did did kill kill Nunzio. He did kill Nunzio. But he still lasted two minutes in the Royal Rumble. So we'll see what they do with this. I mean, what what, what we're all ex, 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 expecting, I think, now is for him to get in the Royal Rumble and either for Brock to also be in the Royal Rumble or for Brock to just show up eliminated or they eliminate each other or whatever, and that leads to a, a match at Mania. That's what we're all kind of expecting. So uh, I guess we'll see uh, where this goes. Um, I was kind of disappointed that there was no... Response from Lesnar or his advocate uh, tonight, I, because you know, might have. I'm helped. not.
1: I'm not as against that. I wouldn't be upset if the two remained radio silent until the Royal Rumble when Brock Lesnar shows up. Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. the uh, The thing is, is that uh, he has a very highly publicized house show match scheduled against sure. Rusev, and if he we don't see him on Raw. Before that, the whole story surrounding that day is going to be, well, is Brock just going to show up and smash Rusev and we're supposed to forget all about what happened in Survivor Series? So I think that if you're going to have to have him come out at some point on Raw before the Royal Rumble, earlier the better to me. Uh, So we don't have to fester in this, is Brock completely now?
1: Guys, by the way, leave a thumbs up on the video. Subscribe to our YouTube. We are on iTunes now. Check us out there. You can download the podcast the next more usually within a couple of hours over at uh dot slash podcast. So the the thing is, it's it's like I, I wonder. Like you, know, you always have to wonder: Will they pull the trigger on Goldberg winning the Royal Rumble? <clears throat> and here's the thing that I wonder. I mean what kind of reaction would that get? Because we're we're in a bit of a different situation here. This isn't like there's somebody way more over than Bill Goldberg on the roster right now. Maybe an AJ Styles, but he's going to be probably in a title match. I mean, like, as far as fan reaction, I don't want to say in a grand scope of things. But Goldberg is probably going to be the most over person in that match. So the last few years we've had this situation where there's somebody that the fans want to win, then there's somebody that the WWE wants to win, and the fans don't get that and they kind of rebel. If for some reason Goldberg wins this, I don't, I don't know if there will be that much of a rebellion now. There could be a guy by the name of Finn Balor who's ready by the time of Royal Rumble. Don't know if that will change things. Don't know if fans will like or remember him that much from from uh, his, his brief main roster run because his, his initial reaction wasn't that hot either. Does this lend you to believe that the Royal Rumble is going any particular way with this one entrant that's been added, Alex?
2: Uh, no. I mean, this is the whole thing is that you're right. There's not a, a Daniel Bryan, uh, you know, somebody that the fans are really wanting to win Royal Rumble, somebody they can really, really uh consensus get behind and root for. Um, so that kind of changes things. Um, yeah, I honestly I can see it going a, a dozen different ways, you know, because you have two different brands here. You know what I mean? I mean, what do the SmackDown guys say about being in the Royal Rumble? That's a that's a major different thing. There's a whole bunch of guys. Yeah, on SmackDown that I would love to see have a moment in the middle of the ring with Goldberg. What does Bray Wyatt think about Goldberg? What does Braun
1: Strowman think about Goldberg? That's what the...
2: Yeah, that's I'd like to see that too. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So So, I just got to say this. I thought tonight's Raw kicked ass. I love tonight's Raw, Alex.
2: Yeah. What did you think of it? It was definitely the the best that there's been in a while. There was a lot of good stuff about it uh ultimately a lot of um you know uh teases of things that you know you (laughs) you hoped were going i think there was there was a major consensus on twitter that h was going to show up and screw rollins at the end of this match uh and that it didn't happen and there was a lot of boo i hate that you're like well okay they've been trolling you all weekend well we got the the next best
1: thing we got we got stankara three
2: right I I I uh I wanted to tweet at the time. Sin Cara just turned heel, but uh I was I was too busy uh doing the raw live coverage. That's a bad um, joke, Alex. A bad it's joke. a bad joke. It's a bad joke. Uh, but wrestling Twitter is full of bad jokes. That's um, true. I'm full of
1: bad uh, jokes. Yeah, we all there are was a times. guy there was a guy on our comment board that says your humor doesn't work, Sean. That's the point. That's kind of the point of some <laughs> of these jokes. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I thought this was one of the best raws of the year. I did. There wasn't a lot, and I'm sure th- I'll say there wasn't anything on this show I hated. And I'm sure that I'll find something as I go through the coverage. But I liked it. I, I thought I, it set up a lot. It did a lot. It caught my interest. There wasn't. I didn't switch to Monday Night Football one time. If you want me to be completely honest, I don't know who the hell played tonight. Wait, I know Brock Osweiler played because everybody t- was talking about how bad he sucks. Um. <laughs> But death taxes so Texans, and Osweiler stuff. The
2: Texans versus Team X.
1: There we go. There we go. But yeah, we got we we got uh, Goldberg back for for a run here. I you know now that I know it's not a one off, which we found out almost immediately because of that pro wrestling sheet report. Hey, I'll see where it goes. I'll see where it goes. So we also had let's see. Oh, okay. Tag team championship match, New Day versus uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. They did a – they finally mentioned Demolition's name. Yep. Which got a big pop from the Toronto crowd. Mm -hmm. And they said that in 23 days, they're going to surpass Demolition's record. They beat Sheamus and Cesaro, and they used nefarious means to do so. They 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 cheated their way to it. I really like this. I thought the match was fine. I I like that the New Day is willing to do anything to cement their legacy. That's badass. This is a story. This is a ripple. This is a development. And and I'm super happy with it.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I kept saying from the very beginning, I was not against the idea of Sheamus and Cesaro as a tag team because I think they could be great together. I'm against the idea of them hating each other and being a tag team. I think that's stupid. I think that doing that for a month solid and not making any improvements is just stupid. I like them now that they're working together. I think that's good. Uh, I'll even forgive you putting in wrinkles where Seamus accidentally knocks Cesar off the apron to keep that thing going a little bit. But as they're improving as a tag team, I really, at this point, I'm hoping for them to beat New Day at Roadblock. I think they could be a really good tag team together. Uh, I'm interested in New Day, going back to their old heelish, cheating-ass ways of keeping the, of keeping the belts, Xavier uh, Woods getting up on, on the apron and just playing the trombone, and the ref just going, hey, stop that! Stop playing the trombone! And that's how you get distracted and miss a guy tapping out. It's great.
1: Now I can see this happening many, many ways. They're either going to break this record, business as usual, or they could lose those titles the night before they were supposed to break the record, which sounds like something WWE would do, and they just go batshit crazy. <laughs> they heal the shit. and Really, if it were Danny, it'd have to beat Enzo and Cass. That's the only people they're going to heal on that roster that I can think of. I mean, the Shining Stars aren't going to beat them and get any sympathy. But I, I love that they're. It, it interested me. It interested me, and that's really all I can ask for in a situation like this. So, uh, at cheating ass new day one, as you put it. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Um,
2: and that's not, and necessarily, that's was, not necessarily a uh, you know uh, a pejorative. I like them when they're cheating ass new day. I think they're a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Well uh Enzo was naked ass Amore yeah, he was. backstage. And this was funny as all shit, in my opinion. He uh <laughs> like I can't even remember all the quips he had, but he was saying what? stuff like, Don't take a picture, it'll go viral. Uh <laughs> and he he goes by uh the shining stars and I wish I could remember uh our friend Issa showed us what it was. Of course, she's Puerto Rican, and she, she can relate to the shining stars who referred to his, his genitalia as, I believe, a uh, like a, a tiny lizard or something like that. Tiny frog.
2: Tiny, tiny frog. Tiny frog.
1: frog. There you go. Yeah. She posted a picture yeah. of it. Uh, the tree frog, not his wiener. Yeah. Thank God. Um, he ran into Lana, ran into Titus O'Neil, but Rusev comes up when Lana... Goes face to face with Enzo Amore. This is such a natural, easy way to do a match between these two. It's there. Just yeah. do it. This was mm-hmm. an attitude-era segment. And I liked it. Another thing that I really liked on the show, you had Big Cass backing up his buddy. Later on, Rusev beats the absolute shit out of Enzo Amore, as he should. Hmm? <laughs> as he should. Yeah. Uh Enzo Amore is not a badass. He is just an entertaining dude and rusev is a badass and he should kick the shit out of people who are just entertaining dudes another thing that i really loved on this show alex
2: yeah um the the naked segment uh was one of those ones you don't want to ask questions about because (laughs) you know what i mean like why is he nude in the hall anyway like the fact that he couldn't get into the room he
1: he said that enzo locked or that Cass locked him out
2: Right, right, but he's in the middle of the hallway. Even if the door had been open, he still had to walk through the hallway to get to that door to walk into it. Where did he leave his towel?
1: Cass took his his clothes and his towel. He said that.
2: Oh, right. Okay, I forgot about that. Uh, I guess I was too mesmerized by the blurring technology (laughs) they were using on his junk. Uh, But, uh, no, I, I love this. It seems to be setting up a Rusev versus Cass thing. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I think those two could, could work really well together. We only saw them work together once when Rusev was still selling the rib injury from uh, SummerSlam. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm interested to seeing those two go together, go into each other when they're both full strength.
1: Well, this show did a really awesome job of setting stuff up, like for next week, yep. for weeks ahead. The best I can remember in recent memory of them just setting stuff up Yeah, for future episodes, I... I was like, okay, well, that's cool. We're getting that once. Then it started to happen all throughout the show, and I was like, ooh, I hope this is a trend. Yeah. I hope this is something that continues because it gives you a reason to tune in the next week. Uh, Cedric Alexander yeah. beat Arya Davari. The real story of this match, besides Cedric Alexander's badass lumbar check, yeah. was Arya Davari cutting an anti-Canadian promo? Yep.
2: uh. <laughs> um, <sighs>
1: Canadians yeah. are pretty docile, nice folk. Right. So, I mean, they were just Well, the like, best
2: part is eh. they, they had Divari come out and say, they tell me that Canada is so much better than America. And then he talks about how much Canada sucks. And then I think it was Graves who said, didn't they just bill him as being from Minnesota? They can't figure out how foreign their foreigners are before they start figuring out where they're from or why they're being foreign. But uh, that was good. Uh, there was a thing on the pre-show where the whole reason the whole match was made was because uh, Ari Davari insulted Alicia Fox, who is sweet on Cedric Alexander, but they never yeah. mentioned that during the Raw broadcast. Uh, Cedric Alexander and Alicia Fox being an item is a thing that I did not know that I wanted
1: I was just surprised that they went there with Davari. The Me too. I was very surprised they went there with Daivari. Cedric Cedric's a
2: star, and I don't, I don't like that he's kind of just another piece of the Cruiserweight division. I feel like he should spend yeah. most of his time in NXT and become NXT champion. He's that good. For a year, oh, yeah, Cedric, then,
1: Cedric is fantastic.
2: Then come up and be pushed to the moon once he gets up uh, again because he's great.
1: So I'm not letting go of this Divari thing yet. I'll ask you this. If if Sean Davari were not – well, let's say – how long has it been since the last episode of – since uh, the, the end of Season 2 Lucha Underground happened?
2: It hasn't been six if months, has it? If I remember, I don't know if he was even in Season 2. He was. I think he was in Season, he was. season he was, 2. He was. He Lucha. was in
1: Ultima Lucha. Yeah, he was in – he faced Paul London. Right, um, yes. But, I mean, that was like one thing, and you got to wait like six months after your last TV appearance before you yeah. can sign I feel like if, if they could have signed him, they probably would, Sean DeVari. Yeah. But I'm like, if you're doing this in this day and age, go all in. Just go get Daivari and Muhammad yeah. Hassan. Have Muhammad Hassan be the manager. Go get yeah. Sean DeVari, Go get Ari. If you're going to do it, go all in. You can't be half-assed on this thing. I don't really think you should be doing it anyway. No, But
2: But if you're going to do it, go all in. Bring back back the Iron
1: Sheik. No, no, not the Iron Sheik. (laughs) But I got Muhammad Hassan's number, WWE. I'll I'll put you in touch with him, even though he is suing you all right now.
2: (laughs) I think they'll be real on him then.
1: Highlight reel with Chris Jericho. This was such a great damn segment.
2: (laughs) This is the best segment I can remember on Raw. This was an
1: amazing, fantastic, beautiful segment. Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens tease Friction, blame each other for the loss yesterday. Kevin Owens trolls everybody in the truck, keeps calling them monkeys. Uh, That was great. Uh, Chris Jericho playing the upset 12-year-old over the list was still great. Like I should hate that, but I don't. And at the same time, (laughs) they're going face-to-face. They're going nose-to-nose. They're about to come to blows. And they both know who's to blame for the loss. And I'll be honest, I thought they were going to blame the referee. But at the Ah. same time, they said Roman Reigns. And it got just a a miraculous pop from this Toronto crowd. Yeah. And there is no goddamn way Roman Reigns is a babyface.
2: No. No. No, Nobody not, not, likes not in it. Toronto anyway. Not in Toronto with those two guys in the ring. Uh, this, this <laughs> yeah, segment that's a good
1: point. That's a very good
2: point. Was magical. Um, the best thing on television. His, the stuff he was doing yesterday uh, during the pre-show in his social media lounge segment. If you miss that and you have the network, go back and watch the pre-show just for that segment of, of Jericho on the social media lounge with Tom Phillips. It's it's amazing. Uh, oh, it
1: was really good.
2: And Where uh, Tom
1: realizes that they know his name. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> cool.
2: So good. Uh, but tonight, with him yelling at the monkeys in the back to put the, the pictures up on the Jarotron 6500, no longer the Jarotron 5000. It's been upgraded. But he was kept just screaming, monkeys, monkeys. And so now oh. I want someone... Like this. Uh, who's really good at this kind of thing, I need you to make me a super cut of scenes from Planet of the Apes and overdubbed with just Kevin Owens yelling, monkeys, monkeys. Uh, I was yeah, laughing so hard. Uh, his thing where he was talking to the fans as they were doing the yes chant and he was like, you know, that guy who came up with that thing, he's not even relevant anymore so you guys can shut up. Like that was the greatest ever shutdown of a yes chant. That was so, these guys are so amazing. Kevin Owens.
1: Kevin Owens' clapbacks are just the best. And it's not even his first language. Nope. Jesus, guy. Seth Rollins comes out. He wants his opportunity. And that opportunity that he wants is a universal championship match tonight. Mick Foley gives it to him and bans Jericho and Reigns from ringside. It's an DQ match, which is a little puzzling. I, yeah,
2: it doesn't make any sense. It
1: doesn't make any sense, but... Um, which that played in later on. But yep. if you're Mick Foley and you really want to keep people out, all you got to do is say you were suspended if you get involved in this match. Yeah. Pretty simple. We had Golden Truth versus Gallows and Anderson for a title shot next week. Now, I did like that they built up, like, I guess New Day are going to defend up until this record is broken. Cool. I, I'm I'm on yes. board with that. Not necessarily on board with Gallows and Anderson having a competitive match with Golden Truth at this point. No. You covered the shit.
2: Yeah. How was it? Uh, what I wrote was, our truth gets in too much offense, by which I mean any. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think that it's kind of a point where you, you tweeted this earlier. There was a lot of NXT people backstage. And I think a lot of people yes, were hoping a for a couple of uh, debuts, one of whom... Well, they're,
1: a- they're filming an episode in Ottawa tomorrow, so that's why they're there. And they, right. they were in Toronto two nights ago. Right. So.
2: No, 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 I, absolutely. But I think a lot of people were hoping for debuts anyway, uh, one of which being the revival to to, to take on the New Day, uh, because I think that would be a really great... Something, something new, some new blood in that tag division on Raw would be great, because there's only so many teams... For, the, uh, for Gallows and Anderson to squash before they themselves lose another match to the New Day. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I'm done with, the, with Golden Truth. I've been done with them since they were, you know, debating whether or not they wanted to be a tag team. So what is that, like, 11 months? So, yeah, I'm kind of yes. done with them and, and ready for it to be over. But, uh, yeah, Gallows and Anderson are fine to, to go in uh, against New Day next week. And hopefully New Day has to cheat to beat them too. I think that would be kind of cool to keep that thing going until they finally lose.
1: So yeah, we, we have another title where we have a title match set for next week. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, they set some stuff up. A plus. Sami name was backstage and he was addressed by Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon. And Mick Foley regretfully like put him in a match with Braun Strowman. You could tell he didn't want to. It was something Stephanie had encouraged him to do. And Braun Strowman just beats the brakes off of it. He molly whopped Sami Zayn. Just kicked, yeah. kicked his ass, pillar to post. Uh, oh, my God. He It was a Crookland stomp. It was just brutal. And Mick Foley calls for the match to stop. And as you said, this is one of the most one-sided beatdowns I've seen since the main event last night. Yep but still on braun, braun Strowman's good at this he is good at, at killing people
2: i loved that that you know old sammy Zayn's coming down skanking toward the ring he's got his little driver's hat on and the crowd's going nuts for him and out of nowhere as though he teleported there is braun Strowman hitting him in the back of the head throwing him all over the place they separate them long enough to ring the bell and then it's just it's just liquefying poor Zamy Sane's insides with punches and clotheslines and hammer blows and running into him at full speed. And that's, a, that's a quite fast for a man, his size. Uh, I thought it was kind of weird that the, the ref wouldn't stop the match, but Mick Foley said, oh, okay, okay. That, that's enough. That's enough. Uh, and
0: uh, yeah, I'm just going to see where this goes, but
2: I love Braun Strowman as a true monster, and I think you can make two huge stars out of this thing. You can make Strowman into the monster that can't be stopped and Sami Zayn into the guy who who keeps trying until he does. You can make two big stars out of these two guys if you do it right. <laughs>
1: Armod King of Indie Style, says, Kevin Steen went from a hateful, spiteful, evil monster to screaming monkeys. And somebody says, he's a Disney Pixar version of his ROH character. It's really not as bad as it sounds. That is a perfect <laughs> summary. <laughs> that is a very good summary.
2: That's true.
1: Um, Question sent to us. Somebody says, did anyone see the new Cruiserweight Championship being promoted in the SmackDown commercial for tomorrow. that I didn't see that, no. so Did
2: not see that myself. Did not.
1: Yeah, send us questions over at com, guys. We will answer them. We had a Charlotte in-ring segment, and I didn't really like it.
2: So you found something you didn't uh, like. See? You just yeah, to I mean,
1: there, there was positive that came from it, I guess, though. Uh, like, there were... As you said, Canada, hockey references. Says she no longer has the team with the other raw peasants. Sasha comes out. They argue. Nia Jax comes out. Basically solidifies herself as a certified crony. A certified crony along with Dana Brooke. The only difference is Dana gets blasted with a forearm. Nia Jax beats down Sasha. Charlotte joins in. Bailey makes the save. This sets up Charlotte and Nia Jax against Bailey and Sasha Banks. Sasha and Bailey wins when uh, Sasha Banks taps out Charlotte and Michael Cole sells it. Like, he sold it like it was the Goldberg-Lesnar finish. Yep. And it's like, Jesus, I've watched Charlotte tap out
2: like three or four times. Yeah. Yes. Two, like, two, in the past few two months. Sasha Banks over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is that eventually – Someone like someone should check and see if Michael Cole has a specific kind of amnesia, where he just forgets when this happens over and over and over again because he reacts as though it's the first time he's he's seen it every time he sees it. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of worried about him. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm a bigger fan of Nia Jax than Most I know she's very limited, but I just am. Uh, I love the possibilities you have. With a, with a person of that size in that division, uh, I'm, I'm all for a feud between her and Sasha Banks just because of the size difference and the storytelling you can do in the ring. Um, uh, I like that she called her a purple-headed Barbie doll. I think that's a very good little <laughs> insult to be bandied about. Uh, best part of the whole segment, though, was what Dana Brooke thinks egging someone on looks like. <laughs> uh, is, um, I'm going to go ahead and back away from the camera and see if you can see, am I doing my impersonation of Dana Brooke here? This is Dana Brooke. You know, that's yeah. not how you're supposed to egg somebody on. I don't think, I mean, well, I mean, you can,
1: yes, you could, who are you to limit or restrict her agging of someone on?
2: To each, to each her own, I suppose. Uh, but she eats a forearm and the teeth for that. Uh, the the Sasser Banks forearm to Dana Brooke is like one of the most uh, used moves on Raw this year. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I I have more interest, much more interest in SmackDown Lives theme Raw. But the the promotion of Nia Jax to working with actual members of the division rather than just jobbers is a good maneuver.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You summed it up. I, I'm ready to watch her work with, with real. Time. And there, 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 are a few real names. I mean, you have Sasha Banks and Bailey. Now she's worked with Bailey a bunch, so maybe she's more comfortable mm-hmm. with that. But I think her and Sasha Banks can do something fun. Yeah.
2: And there was a th- there was a thing that uh, that honestly was a was a big enough spot that they were teasing for a while. That they did tonight. They could have saved her pay per view. The double suplex to Naya from Sasha and Bailey was a was a pretty cool spot and got a big pop from the crowd. So I think that they're they're in good shape moving forward if they handle it right.
1: The theme of this show has been them setting up for things in the future. They had TJ Perkins versus Rich Swann versus Noam Duar. Winner faces Brian Kendrick for the Cruiserweight title next week. Kendrick was on commentary. Kendrick is... He's the one person I really, really care about in that division. I care about Cedric Alexander because he's a good performer. But I care about Brian Kendrick because... He's he's not a bad character. I'm not gonna say he's a good character, but he's not a bad one. Uh, Rich Swan wins. Not a lot of heat here. Actually, the Cedric Alexander match earlier had had more heat from the crowd. Yep. But hey, they're giving you a reason to watch 205 live.
2: They're trying to. Yeah. I I yeah. I, I would. I mean, there's no way that they don't they don't give us they don't put out numbers for how many people watch what shows on the network. But uh, I'd be interested to see what the numbers were for 205 Live after a month as compared to what the Cruiserweight Classic numbers were. Uh, because I think there was a lot more buzz for the CWC going into it than there is for this. I think that the the month, two months, whatever they've spent on Raw has kind of sucked the life out of that whole division. Um, and I'm I'm going to watch because I personally love Cruiserweights. I, I've loved them since... The days of WCW Nitro. That was one of the things I never missed on on Nitro with the cruiserweights, um, and that's just that's just I, I love watching them work. But I I keep getting tweets of nobody cares about the cruiserweights.
1: Yeah, I, they, they uh, if the Divari thing was their effort at character building,
2: I know that's my problem. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and it's just and uh, I guess. I guess I I wasn't paying attention. I'm not sure if Michael Cole talked about how much fun Rich Swan likes to have, but I'm assuming it's a lot because he could you imagine does that. JBL
1: was calling this shit? <laughs> God,
2: <laughs> <laughs> look at oh, him go, Michael.
1: Who was the guy? Well, Tom Phillips always calls moves as oh and oh. Yep, yeah. So. Which, I mean, they're told to do that. It's not his fault. They are they are told to do that. Right. Which is dumb. It's dumb. Just call the move. Like, ima- well, I can't say. I was like, imagine if a Joe Rogan or Mike Goldberg called moves as, oh, but they do all the time. Somebody gets knocked down and they go,
2: ah!
1: So, uh, whatever. WWE Universal Championship match, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. This was a very good match. They... Through the kitchen sink at one another, Seth Rollins' strength continues to improve or er, impress me. Like, I mean, it was impressive enough that he powerbombed a 300-pound plus man with a torn ACL last year, through a table, and then pedigreed him, like as if they didn't show enough of his strength and fortitude. The power bomb to, to Kevin Owens was just awesome. What was not awesome was two commercial breaks, one at 1055 Eastern.
0: Yeah.
1: After I had all these people saying unpredictability is good, it is good. I like unpredictability. That's that's what grew on me over the last night. That that aura of unpredictability is severely hampered when you take a commercial break at ten fifty five p.m. But because they are conveying to you, well, we don't think anything's going to happen here.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, they they do that. Uh, and they got a they they pad out the show with so much stuff, you know, at least a minute and a half solid of Mick Foley and Steph McMahon kissing each other's ass before the Sami Zayn storyline started in that backstage segment. Um, and yet they go away to commercial during the biggest match of the show, and they come back and they show us all these amazing spots, like a back body, a, a backdrop, a back suplex that Owens did to Rollins through a through a uh, a table like we wouldn't have wanted to see that live you can go ahead and cut a commercial during that um I, i'm just i don't understand why you choose to use the commercial breaks there instead of just not having certain segments like a few weeks ago where they had the golden truth go through a haunted house you know what i mean like instead of having that segment use that time for an ad break and then later when you have a match don't go to the ad break um but I guess that's, you know, kind of just screaming into the void. Uh, I like this match a lot. Um, there were a bunch of spots. What, what this struck me as, Sean, is TLC envy. TLC is a SmackDown pay-per-view, and Rollins and, and Owens were like, we don't get to, get to a, do, do a TLC match. We're going to do one on Monday, damn it. And they, they pulled out all those spots that they would have done in a TLC match. Uh, like the back body drop onto two chairs set up facing each other. That one always looks like it's just spinal surgery waiting to happen. Uh, they fought oh, yeah. through the crowd. Uh, Seth did his, you know, his stage dive thing off of the the crowd itself through th- in the, like the third or fourth row. That was good. I mean, this was all a, a lot of fun. But I think, as I said, uh, from what I was hearing on Twitter, everyone was expecting Triple H to show up. And we're very disappointed sure. when he didn't.
1: That's the issue with continuity I keep bringing up. He was on the show a few months ago and hasn't been since. I wonder what's up with that. I mean
2: – They teased so much. I would, much hope,
1: it, I would hope it back. leads to a, yeah, I would hope back. it leads to a A. Shut up, Alex. I will. Shut up. It's your show, man. I'm just here. Shut up, Alex. <laughs> He shows up, he attacks Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. He leaves. He's not back ever. There's really no explanation for it. You have Mick Foley calling Stephanie McMahon out over it and no resolution. He doesn't bring it up again. Hopefully it eventually leads to somebody gaining something from this, besides Kevin Owens, who was just made to look like he couldn't win a title on his own. Right. Right. Chris Jericho interfered at the end of this match, ironically, in a Sin Cara mask. That is a beautiful rib.
2: <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh,
1: so much so that Big E tweeted about it immediately. Did he? Yes. Yes. I uh that. go check. Go check that out, guys. He was pleased. He was very pleased. Uh the tweet was Sinkara mask. Ha ha
2: ha ha. Gaffaw, gaffa. <laughs> Oh O-E, we love you so. So
1: that that went over well. He does not give a shit,
2: does he? He does not. He he does not give too solitary any. He is up there on the Mount Rushmore no. of not
1: giving a shit in WWE. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Uh, Daniel Bryan's up there.
2: Oh, Daniel Bryan's way up there.
1: Daniel Bryan's like, really, he's not even on it. He's the Jesus overlooking it from the heavens. <laughs>
2: He is the Zeus like of Mount Olympus of not giving a shit, yeah.
1: Do me proud, my sons, as he looks upon the other non-shit givers, as they just say whatever it is that they want, knowing that they're not going to get fired. I mean, if Big E gets fired, New Japan's going to want him yesterday. Yeah. And I know King of Style is going to be in the chat going, no, they won't. No, they <laughs> won't. King of Indy Style, you're my boy, but New Japan's going to want Big E.
2: <laughs>
1: they're going to want him.
2: I, I can't wait for Talking Smack tomorrow night.
1: What is that? Who's on it?
2: Yeah, It's going to be Daniel Bryan just talking shit about Raw oh, course. After, after Survivor Series. You can never predict what he's going to say, but it's going to be something that he really shouldn't say. I mean, that when he dropped well, TNA during the State of the Union address or whatever the hell that was, uh, that was great. Yeah, he's, he's great. I love him.
1: I hope he's at least legit and fair about it because this was a good episode of Raw. He can't go in there and say the show sucked. It was a good no. show. It's all subjective, but I thought it was a good show. Either way, uh, Seth Rollins pedigrees Chris Jericho outside the ring then gets pinned inside the ring. So there you go. Now, I, I want to say this. Now, this didn't fall into that category, but next week, Sasha Banks' match does. I wish they would shit-can the automatic rematch clause in pro wrestling. Yeah. It is a real handcuff on booking. A real handcuff booking. King of Indy Style says, Joke's on you, Sean. I think Biggie would be good at New Japan. He'd be in the Elgin role. That's exactly what I thought, so my yep. apologies. Um, I think they need to shit-can the, the automatic rematch rule. In, in, in NXT especially, it really handcuffs them.
2: Right, it really does an AST. Uh, I think you can have it written into certain guys' contracts. Like certain guys will, will say, or women will say, I'll only accept this match, you know, if I get an automatic rematch or or whatever. All these, you know, well, this,
1: then where do you draw the line? Then everybody wants one.
2: Well, yeah, but maybe somebody says, you know, you're not you're not worthy. I don't know what that but but
1: you are right. Everybody wants to but send me are, a cookie.
2: There are there are people who you know, you will want to see Rushall again and people who you don't. I think in this case, you know, that's that's the case is that we've seen the Sasha Banks-Charlotte thing a lot. Um, it's, it's a match on Raw, so Sasha Banks could win, uh, which would be a ridiculous thing. Uh, but they've done it often enough now that I can't put it past them. Yeah,
1: I don't think it's that ridiculous. I'm really cool with them being just the two that any given night can beat each other.
2: Right, because you don't see that
1: anywhere else. You don't see
2: that the hot potato of the title like that. I do, I do love it. But if if it if it comes down to every time that they wrestle on pay per view, Charlotte wins, and every time that they wrestle on Raw, Sasha wins. I mean, how long can you continue that before it just becomes you know ad infinitum and we can't you know progress
1: beyond that? We'll get into questions before we go. Uh, For those of you who are visiting Fightful.com for the first time, go over to the site, check us out. MMA, boxing, wrestling coverage. More live coverage than anybody online. If you don't like MMA, wrestling, or boxing, you can go to Fightful.com slash MMA, slash boxing, slash wrestling. We have exclusive interviews, backstage news, podcasts almost every damn day, including uh, one with Evolve star, former UFC fighter, Matt Riddle, who is going to have a very interesting take on the Goldberg-Lesnar match. Register at Fightful.com, absolutely free for access to that, as well as our growing forums. Uh, You get Anna's Most Ridiculous of the Week early. That's going to start going up for members only, free members only, of course, uh, soon. Columns like The Spare Room by Aaron Hyden. Columns from Jimmy Van, Showdown Joe from Brandon Howard. Uh, We got some stuff from Chris Harrington coming up soon, too. Very excited about that. Somebody says, how great will Bobby Fish versus Marty Skrull versus Dragon Lee versus Will Osprey at Final Battle be? Uh, very, 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 very good. Yeah. That's going to be f- just phenomenal. Jesus, that's in a couple of
2: weeks. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's the Friday before that's, TLC. That's a week and a half.
1: That's like a week and a half. Oh, well, yeah. It's it's uh, December 2nd. Jeez. That's going to be that is weekend. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Man, that show is coming quick. I I feel I felt like it was like a month away. Interesting to see if if Jay Lethal can have a good match with Cody Rhodes. Like Cody Rhodes, I, I looked back and there were some tag matches that he was in that I was like, man, those were fantastic. Not a lot of singles matches that I'm like, yeah, those were fantastic. Yeah. Somebody says once returning is there a chance of Finn Balor being addition to the cruiserweight division? Maybe one reason to legitimize the division is to give a former world title holder the Cruiserweight Championship. I thought they should have done this to begin with. Yeah, with like Neville and Sami Zayn and Enzo Amore and Xavier Woods, like some established names that people know. Put them in there. Make yeah. them care. And then if one of these guys beats one of those – one of the new guys beats one of those established guys, that's how you make more stars. Totally agree. Somebody says, do you think Vince doesn't give a crap about building new legends as he won't be around to see them come back? Alex, what do you think?
2: You know what? That's evil. Morbid. That's evil. Morbid. And I wouldn't put it past him.
1: I think he cares enough about his family to not think that he's putting them in that position.
2: Right, but I also think – the other thing about it is I also feel like he thinks he's going to live to be 115.
1: He probably does. He probably does. He's probably, he's got the Ricky Bobby thing. He's like, science has come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> we also get, if someone wins the Royal Rumble, do you think they'll be able to choose to fight for the world title of any brand? I think they should be able to. I think they should be able to fight have any match they want at WrestleMania. If right. they want to, Hey, if they want to dig up Mae Young and beat her ass, do it. And she deserves it. She was a trash human being. If Goldberg, hey, you know what? If Goldberg wants to track down like some dork, like if he wants to fight Santino if he wins the Royal Rumble, set it up. I think that should be the Royal Rumble stipulation. You get any match you want at WrestleMania, not just a world title match.
2: Anything Somebody, you want. somebody tweeted me that if Goldberg wins uh, and there's a speculation that Taker will get the – title off of it, that Goldberg should challenge Taker at Mania.
1: Oh that'd be trash.
2: Yeah. I was like I don't I don't I don't know. I don't want to see either man explode into dust.
1: Yeah that would be a, a really really bad match I, I would think. Somebody says is it's still Seth KO for roadblock hmm.
2: I guess what what the thing that I have heard is that it's going to be Seth and Jericho. That roadblock, um, and that. Oh, oh, hold on, wait, wait!
1: I want to, I want to stop you here. If I accidentally said May Young, I'm sorry. I meant Fabulous Moolah. Fabulous Moolah was a trash human being. May Young was a saint. I apologize profusely.
2: Apologize to the family of May Young, sir.
1: I do apologize. I apologize to the family of May Young, the fans of May Young, everybody involved with May Young. Fabulous Moolah was the trash human being.
2: Yes. We're How not going to apologize to her family. Her yeah, family, I do not apologize to Her them. family are probably trash human beings too. Probably. Well, she probably allegedly. Uh, she, but, she probably tried to pimp her family. <laughs> but I, what I have heard is the possibility of a title for title Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens match at Roblox.
1: Oh.
2: Yep, that was my thought of that too. Uh, Roman Reigns doesn't. I, I I see video of him going into house shows and the crowd going nuts. But I I also watch Raw every week and I watch pay per views. House so shows a lot moved. of
1: kids too. You
2: know, house I, shows I are a lot think,
1: of kids and people. People aren't putting themselves over at house shows either.
2: That's true. Speaking of putting themselves over, Love. what do you think of all the uh, the old uh, Ty Dillinger ten chance? everywhere tonight either he's incredibly over in Toronto which he might be he's from Canada or the crowd wants to put themselves over well you always
1: get that thing where people say well he's not over the chance over doesn't matter yeah the chant belongs to him we the people belongs yeah. to Jack Swagger he will always have that yes yep. will always belong to Daniel Bryan what will always belong to Steve Austin now maybe those last two aren't such great examples since they were over as well but I did right. hear that about Daniel Bryan as well People were like, Well, he's not over the chance over. Uh Tough Titty says the kitty. The yeah. two go hand in hand. I don't think yeah. the I don't think the kitty said the two go hand in hand, but I did.
2: We'll have to see if that ten thing catches on in other arenas.
1: That's so caught on in our goddamn YouTube chat right now. <laughs> Four million people are saying it. It catches on everywhere. At all the live events I've been to, uh that that he's worked, it gets over as a face or a heel. Somebody's sending me a May Young GIF on, <laughs> on Twitter. I feel so bad about that, about messing that up. It's been a long weekend, guys. We had like six events to cover. Lots. Also, I want to thank David Tees. He busted his ass this weekend with coverage. And thanks to Carlos Toro. Thanks to everybody that that covered stuff. Ryan Cook covered stuff. Uh Some dude covered Survivor Series. That was cool. Yeah, Um, some
2: dude did that. Yep.
1: By the way, guys, he had his Raw refresher up today. You all got to be on the lookout for those. Also, Aaron Hyden's new column up on the front page of Fightful.com where he talks about the the Goldberg versus Lesnar match. I am very excited for Anna's segment. I had somebody that asked, where's Trina? I was going to invite Trina on today, and I saw a tweet where she said that she was logging off for a while. So I just took that as like a hint and just didn't message her. I'll see where she's at next week. Hopefully we'll have her back. She's been out for a little while. Guys, I am back tomorrow night after SmackDown with Jeff Hawkins. Wednesday afternoon and night i don't know when i'll post the matt riddle show i might run it live on wednesday or i might post it after the fact thursday but i will be here wednesday night with showdown joe and then probably next monday because i don't know if this sun this weekend's ufc facilitate or uh, requires a podcast it is not the biggest card fightful.com place to be my friends Check out those on it products and our podcast links. Register at fightful.com to get exclusive access to, to, or early exclusive access to some of our great stuff. Follow us at fightful online on Twitter, Facebook. I am so excited to get a full night's sleep,
2: Alex. Good for you. You deserve it. You
1: don't. I I only, I only, Grant you five hours of sleep this
2: evening. That, that's probably what I'm going to get. I'm going to be writing uh, the standard, some stuff for tomorrow. Standard
1: procedure. Standard
2: procedure is probably like, five and a half, six you're like, hours. I get of sleep. five? Five? I get five hours, not just four? Oh, that'll be great. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I feel like Ebenezer Scrooge at the end of the movie. <laughs> and I just gave you your. Your cooked goose. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> uh the biggest goose in all of London.
1: Jesus. I wouldn't watch that one. The uh the Jim Carrey one where yeah. it was the, the CGI. I wouldn't watch yeah. that.
0: Yeah.
1: It was okay. I mean yeah. yeah. Somebody says, Can Jimmy Van be a guest? Yes, he can. And he will be very soon. They are working on an audio uh room in his Uh, office building right now well not right now it's midnight but yes he will be somebody says srs turned heel a while ago i'm allowed to just be a little more open on this venue this venue yeah Yeah. fightful.com you guys thank you all so much share it facebook facebook groups reddit twitter all that good stuff really helps out